A teacher. Not a dean. And reviews from the screen and middle school hallways. Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy Dunn. Flying solo as Sean takes a much deserved day off. But I got a special special guest host. Yes, Kevin Jackson. Filling in, unable to fill the shoes of Sean Branch, but uh, giving it a shot. Hey, all that matters is we're here for a very special episode of a teacher, a dean, and reviews from the screen and middle school hallways live from the Art Craft Theater in Franklin. But Kevin, I'm going to have you uh, as educators and more importantly as Christians, we believe we always want to start this podcast uh, in a sense to glorify God, celebrate blessings, and acknowledge the prayer needs of our listeners. With this in mind, would you mind opening us in prayer? Sure, sure will. All right, sounds good. God, we thank you for a beautiful day. We thank you for the gift of movies and, and art and and cinema and this time together uh, as a as a staff and GCA family to gather and just fellowship and uh, pray that you honor us today and keep us safe. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kevin. So Wednesday we dropped a Valentine's Day episode with special guest Andrea Bauchek. And you can totally think how that went. <laughs> I can only imagine. It was a huge hit. Yes. It was one of our highest rated episodes ever. Uh, we had a great time with it. She was fantastic. We did the rom-com thing. It was yes. a lot of fun. She was born for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, explain to us why we're here at the Art Craft today in Franklin. Yeah, well, we were going to do a staff uh, Christmas party event back in December and uh, realized everybody's schedules in December were pretty packed. So we decided just to push it out to February and do a movie day at the Art Craft and just have uh, time to fellowship together and uh, uh, escape the winter blues a little bit. And so we chose uh, uh, E.T., which is a Steven Spielberg classic. Yep, yep. Which prior to this day, Sean was like, oh, we got to do a Spielberg list. Nice. So yes. we kind of put together a Spielberg list. You can hear the people starting to trickle in. It's a really cool way to spend a four day weekend. Yes, yes. Especially after the weather on Friday. Just Absolutely good to get out right. again. Yep. So we're going to talk about Steven Spielberg movies. Um, and I was going through a list and I put one in front of you too. Not just directed. How many he's produced, written, and Sean's not going to let me get by without saying he even starred in one. He had a small role in one of Sean Branch's favorite movies. I did not know that. What movie was that? Uh, The Blues Brothers. Oh, okay. He played a county clerk on The Blues Brothers. (laughs) Nice. So Sean would not be pleased if I let that one go. Gotta mention it. Gotta mention it. So uh, we went ahead and put together a top ten list, Mm, and what Sean and I have done is kind of like a draft style. So, gotcha. number 10 to number 1, we just kind of give our feedback yep. kind of through each one. So, I've got our list here, and if you're game, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and fire it up. Yep. And if we miss it, we have honorable mention, and I'm sure we have enough people here that <laughs> right. are going to tell me we, right. we missed something. Right. So, number 10, super dramatic, won a lot of awards, 1993's Schindler's List. Mm, yes. And, and black and white classic, Liam, Nees- Nielsen, uh, Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley, Spielberg directed it. Yeah, I watched that one in high school. I uh, gotta be honest, didn't understand it. Didn't uh, well, not didn't understand it, but I was used. To, it just wasn't the movie I movie I typically watched. When Black I was, and white as a teenager. Yeah, 16, 17 years old, going to the movie theater to see that. Matter of was, fact, didn't Seinfeld do a whole episode about <laughs> not paying attention? There, to yes, I related to that. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, no offense to Schindler's List. That's, yeah, yeah, I it won tons of awards. It was a different view of the Holocaust. Yep. great story. I couldn't not have it on the list right, because absolutely. it's an award winner. Yes. Now, number nine, I may get you on this one. Gremlins. 
1984, Zach Gilligan, Phoebe Cates, executive producer, Steven Spielberg. Okay. Yes, I did not see that as a as a kid. I don't. I would think I was seven then. So a little probably under under my uh, under the age that I was targeted at, but um, saw it later. It's a classic. Well, I mean. 80s and Phoebe Cates, yep. everyone saw those movies. Yep. Which, it still holds up today. It's I, super entertaining. I've not seen it in years and years, so. It's still funny. It. Yeah. Like, you think back as a kid, like, why was I scared of that? <laughs> right, right. Um, number eight, we'll see if you've seen it. Super 8, 2011. Super 8. Super 8 had Ellie Fanning, Kyle Chandler uh, from Friday Night Lights. No. Executive producer Steven Spielberg. Okay, no. It is like an E.T. set in the 70s. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. There's some sort of mysterious alien invasion. Mm, that's why I didn't see it. I'm not, I, don't, I don't typically <laughs> like alien stuff. Uh, E.T. might be the exception, but I, we'll see how today goes. But, yeah. But there's like a group of young filmmakers that somehow okay. get stuck in the middle of video of it. Gotcha. It's got the Indiana Jones, like, militaries out to get them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's got the fun, like, kids making movies. Right. It, it's it's a really good one. Gotcha. Okay. Executive producer. Uh, yeah. Don't Number seven, I know you've seen. 1975, Jaws. Ooh, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's still scar. That scars people who haven't even seen it. I mean, I think everybody's aware of the, the shark and the ocean and... Whether you've seen it or not, you've seen the clips, and everybody, there's just a level of fear on every beach in the world, I think, because of that. If you are over the age of 40, when you go to the beach, you can't not you think of it. You look twice. You do. Every time. You do. Though. And everything you see is a fit. Yes. Everything I actually read a book about uh, uh, that a while back. Uh, I think it was like a leadership book, but it was talking about how much trouble they had with the mechanical shark in the movie and couldn't get it to work and it looked stupid and they were so frustrated and 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 almost pulled the plug and then decided that it was scarier to not really show the shark uh, very often and so the hint the the idea the fear of the unknown of the shark actually you know played to the advantage because if they'd shown it you know so much it doesn't hold up to the, the special effects and all that. And so the whole thing was, uh, it wasn't about the shark that made it scary. So pretty And the funny thing yeah. is, is I think they took that mechanical shark and it is now on the ride. I, I think that's Universal. right, yep. And yep. it still scares people. It's, it's <laughs> like, still messed up. It's so messed yep. up. Yep. Coming in at number six, yep. the film that brought us here today. Mm. I'll let you speak to your philosophy uh, on this yeah. movie. Uh, you 1982's E.T. Yeah, I saw this, uh, I mean, maybe I was five or six. In the, I saw this in the theater, and I would have been five. So uh, I think I was too young for it. I don't know, but I lived in a house by the woods. And the, if I remember right, the opening scene involves aliens in the woods. And I just... I don't know, something about this moment. And then later when he gets sick and turns all white and then the hazmat suits, I just, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, I don't ever want to see that movie again. I this not movie like did it. not have the reaction that it should have for you. <laughs> it did not. It was not, whatever it was aimed at, it did not hit for me. So I have not, that's not I remember, seen it since. So I'm interested today to see it, uh, you know, 40 years later, how, how I feel about it. In uh, a safe place. In a safe place, safe people in the daylight, so... Do you get anxiety from Reese's Pieces? Uh, no, I love Reese's Pieces. And I do good. associate very positively with that. That was my positive takeaway from that movie. Yep, yep. All right, so at number five, Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Tom Sizemore, yeah. director Spielberg, won a ton of awards. Legendary, yes. Legendary film. 
one of the most intense war films probably yes, ever yes. ever put on film. So. Yes, uh, I mean, so it's weird movie to think like this is entertainment. Like I'm not entertained, but it was fascinating. It was so well done that you uh, you felt it. You never, never, in some ways, never wanted to see it again because it was so traumatic. But although I've seen it quite a few times, but yeah, it, legendary. It's a good one. Set a new standard for for war. My war movies before that were more like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Command- oh, yeah. Commando. That was those, you know, this no one ever like, really gets shot. Oh, and, it's real. Yeah, this was like, whoa, real. Death is real, yeah. yeah. It, interesting story about a brother who had lost his siblings at war yep. already. They yep. were going to save him. Yeah. He didn't want to leave. Great story. Great yes. storyline. Yep. Uh, Sean and I have talked about this next film several times, yep. but we've never had it on the podcast yet. Number four. Catch me if you can. Mm, I've only seen parts of this one. I'm not. Oh, you've not never seen, seen no, it. This no. one's fantastic. I've always heard it's good. I think I've seen parts of it on TV, but never for whatever reason. Um, 2002, Leonardo uh-huh. DiCaprio, yep. Tom Hanks, Christopher Walken, directed by Spielberg. Okay. Yep. Tells a true story of a frog, like a Czech frog criminal, yeah. named Frank Ab- Ab- Abagnale, I yes. believe his name was. Yes. Tom That's Hanks right. was the detective chasing him down from the FBI. And just the illusion that this guy could create as a con artist. Right. He he flew planes. He flew That's for like right. American Airlines. I remember this movie coming out. I remember hearing about it and he passed yep. the bar yep. like in Louisiana. <laughs> right. right. Like it's wild. Amazing. It's a great movie. Okay. If you like Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken's yeah. really good in it. Yep. Okay. He plays uh, his dad, and it's just this cat and mouse. Gotcha. All the way for two. Okay. And a half. I'll have to watch it. It's a good one. I'll put it on the list. I'm glad you're sitting in that chair right now and not Sean for the number three <laughs> okay. because he'll argue this with me. All right, all right. We couldn't have a, a list like this without Indiana Jones on there uh, somewhere. I mean, it almost isn't fair to put the Indiana Jones movies in here. Like, yeah. It almost should be their own thing. It be its own thing. Uh, but, yes, it has to be on the list of Spielberg. Yeah. Sean will argue that it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. But since Sean's not here... Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I mean, you add Sean Connery. Why do you, you don't need Harrison Ford and Sean no. Connery in a movie to get them both? Is and uh, you spend the first fair. two movies knowing nothing about right. his character's background. Yes. It's just the action he's in. Yes, and then you all. meet his dad and yep. Sean Connery. It's just really, really yes. Good. The comedy between the two. Amazing. I mean, Sean Amazing. will argue with me for days that it's Raiders. I mean, Raiders is a great movie. No, no great doubt. movie. But uh, I mean, you can't hardly top. Last Crusade. So good. Uh, the next two are no surprise. Coming in at number two, 1993, Jurassic Park. I remember going to the theater in my hometown and sitting there, and the first movie I'd ever been like, this is sold out. Like, there was not one empty seat in the place, and it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, People legendary. have an infatuation for dinosaurs. <laughs> right. But up until that time, you'd never seen anything like never, that. Never, nothing like that. Like, yeah. it was terrifying, but yes. it was fun at the same time. Yes. And I never thought, like, a glass of water shaking would, like, <laughs> right. raise anxiety in people. Legendary. Remember yes. the kids? I oh, remember yeah. how ridiculous Jeff Goldblum is. <laughs> like, as always. Lines, but... As always, yes. Classic Goldblum. And you had, uh, I mean, Newman. You get Newman yes. and Seinfeld in there. Samuel L. Jackson Samuel awesome. L. Jackson in there. Hold on to your butts. I mean, oh, that's yeah. an amazing line. And uh, that whole... The, it still holds up. Like, we watched it not long ago, and I'm like, this, I, you don't look at it and think, oh, those dinosaurs don't look real. Well, it's, and I never knew what a velociraptor was. I don't think anyone knew. They had the Toronto Raptors come yes. out shortly after. <laughs> They're like, get a basketball course. team. Yes, right, right, yep. 
And then at number one, Sean and I have said this over and over. We both believe it's like the perfect movie. Okay. Back to the Future. 1985, yeah. Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson, Christopher Lloyd, produced by Steven Spielberg. So good. Uh, again, it's almost like Indiana Jones to me. Like the Back to the Future series almost deserves its own category. Like it's not really fair to the other movies in this list to be included in this list, but so good. Legendary holds up. All three of them, I think, are amazing. Yeah. So well, good. And the funny part is, is I saw this on a Netflix thing the other night. They were doing a behind the scenes of Back to the Future, or Back to the Future that was mm-hmm. written by Robert Zemeckis, mm-hmm. very close friend of Spielberg. Spielberg loved this guy so much coming out of film school, he gave him three films. Oh, okay. All three of them bombed. <laughs> like, it, I was looking at this, like, used cars, gotcha. like weird okay. movie names. Right. They right. all bombed. That is funny. Okay. They said, hey, we have this one about going back in time. <laughs> right. And he was like, okay. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. And then it ends up being back to the future. Yes. And I felt I felt like uh, um, Avengers uh, Endgame really had to write itself around the back to the future. Like, we're going to tell everyone that the back to the future way of time travel isn't it's real. Wrong. It's wrong. We got to establish. But I, 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 I always felt like that was what they had to address. Was, uh, just that classic line with Paul Rudd. Like, yes. so back to the future. Right. Is, I yeah. mean, you had to bring it back. That legendary. It was yeah. fantastic. Yes. Yes. Now, there are a lot more great movies yep. that could fall into the Spielberg thing, and we could easily see them appearing in our list. But as Sean says, we've got to have some honorable mentions. Yes. Show them some love. So here are some interesting Spielberg facts. Okay, okay. I kind of already hinted, Blues Brothers, yep. where he actually had a role right. as a Cook County Assessor's Office yeah. clerk. That rings, Blues Brothers. Yes, yes. Here's a fun one. The Goonies. Spielberg right. was involved in the Goonies. Yes, gotcha. uh, with Sean Austin, Josh uh, Brolin, Corey Feldman. He was an executive producer, but the film was in shambles halfway through production. Okay, he actually took over and finished directing oh, the film, but never got credit. That. For it. I did not know that. Here's nice. another one. Okay, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, Bless he you. got his name on that one. Yeah, executive producer. Now here's the most interesting one I'm going to give you. All right, 1991. Cape Fear. Mm, And you're going to go, hey, Jeremy, that's a Martin Scorsese movie. Right. Robert De Niro remake. Fantastic. Juliet Lewis, Nick Nolte. Robert De Niro was terrifying in that movie. He was terrifying, yes. Interesting. Spielberg's listed as the executive director. It was originally his film to make. He passed on it to do Schindler's List. Oh, okay. And before he passed... He hired Bill Murray to play the Robert De Niro role. Bill Murray? I know. Uh, I heard that I was like, wow. I have trouble making that jump. Wow. Yeah. A uh, <laughs> couple other ones he sat on uh, as an executive producer Twister, 1996. Great. Yep. That just makes sense. Great one. Yep. 1997 Men in Black. That's legendary. We'll Fun spend. movie. Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. Uh, 2010, he did a remake. He was an executive producer of True Grit. Oh, I love that movie. One of my favorite movies it's of all time. It's a great remake. So good. Jeff Bridges, Matt oh, Damon. The lines in that movie, so many oh, good. So good. Yeah, so good. So good. Uh, he did serve as a director for the ever-popular Ready Player One. Okay. Uh, in 2018, based yeah. on the novel. Right. Here's a movie I really like. I remember watching in college. Have you ever seen The Terminal? No. Okay, it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. 2004, it tells the story of a European immigrant leaving yeah. a war-torn country, yeah. gets to the United States, mm-hmm. it's Tom Hanks. Right. They won't let him out of the airport 
because he can't come on U.S. soil, but he can't go back home because yes, he's a refugee. That's right. So he lives in the airport for like two years. I remember that when it came out. I never saw it, but I do remember that story. Oh, yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah. Great. Love it. Um, well, that was fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wrap so this good. up so you can get in there and watch right, the movie. Awesome. But that's yes. going to wrap up our latest edition of A Teacher, A Dean, and Reviews from the Screen and Middle School Hallways. Yep. Thanks for listening. Keep interacting with us on Spotify and podcast. And next week, Sean and I will do our presidential films. Nice. In honor of President's Day. Nice. So, Kevin, thanks for sitting in today. Thanks for Go watch E.T. It's a safe place. I'll close my eyes with Close your eyes on the bad part. <laughs> but... Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. And remember, Sean wouldn't let me get away with it. Have a great day or not. The choice is yours. Have a good one.